0: This is Two Guys in a River. I'm Steve Mathewson. And I'm Dave Getz. We're two lifelong friends who love fly fishing for trout. Our podcast is all about helping you catch more fish and deepening your love of the time you spend on the river. We are Two Guys in a River. For the love of fly fishing. So what comes to mind, Dave, when I say JJ Specials, Wooly Buggers, and Dalai Llamas? Sounds
1: like we're going to talk about streamers today.
0: Yes, we are. I've had success catching browns in Montana, rainbows in Alaska, salmon in Wisconsin using streamers. And I'm sure I've gotten skunk too, but <laughs> uh, caught a lot of fish on streamers. Yeah, we sure have. We had a great
1: September day a few years ago catching uh, Yellowstone cuts uh, using. Oh, butters. yeah.
0: I always say woolly boogers as opposed to yeah. woolly buggers. Yeah. We'll just get at that on the table right now. So when that happens, yeah, exactly.
1: And we're not going to edit it. That's so right. Woolly
0: buggers, woolly boogers, whatever, <laughs> you know, woolly something. Yep.
1: Just recently I was in the driftless with uh, my nephew and it was one of his first times fly fishing, not his first time, but you know, we were getting skunked on everything else. And, uh, I began to you know, do what I always do, which is throw on a woolly bugger with a dropper in a San Juan dropper. Wow. And we probably each caught 10 to 12 trout uh, over a Basically, a twenty-four hour period. Well, on the wooly bugger. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Actually, some
0: of them hit on the San Juans yeah. too, mm-hmm.
1: but most of them hit on the on the yeah. wooly buggers. But I I caught the biggest brown I've ever caught in yeah. the driftless on that wooly bugger.
0: And that's the advantage of uh, of streamers. So, if you're new to fly fishing, we want to introduce you to the wonderful world of streamers. And even if you're a veteran, maybe something we talk about will be a good reminder. So, what is a streamer, and what in the world does it imitate? Well,
1: a streamer is a longer fly. It's an inch or two, and uh, it's on bigger hooks and yep. typically has a bead head. Right. Usually uh, longer a, hooks, too. Yep. So longer long hooks fly. with a marabou yep. tail. Yep. Um, it imitates crayfish, leeches. How do you say that? Helgramites. Helgramites, yeah. yeah. And even minnows are small fry. Um, you know, trout eat those things. Yeah, so, trout eat,
0: uh, eat the, the eat young sometimes. Yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, Yep. So uh, yeah, a lot of popular patterns. I mean, we mentioned the wooly bugger. Those can th- that may be the most popular, most well known. I mean that that is to uh, uh, that is to a streamer what a, what an Adams is to a dry fly.
1: And there are probably a hundred imitations of woolly oh, buggers. Oh my goodness, right? they I are. I mean, they're just they go on and yep, on and on. Yeah, they
0: do. I've got black, brown, olive. Probably I use black and olive. Yeah, you know, probably most the most often. frequently. Yeah. Yeah, the Dalai Lama is a great big old long uh, kind of ugly streamer, but but it's a thing of beauty when you're catching fish. Absolutely. Muddler minnows. Yeah, there, there's really no reason to go through the list. It's, this reminds me. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember years ago
1: fishing with our friend Alan uh, out in Montana? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that always bugged us is that Alan would come back, and it was back in the day when we did not catch and release, just saying, But, uh, so he would come back with a creel full of big browns. And his (laughs) fish were always bigger than ours. And it always annoyed us. And I think one of the reasons it annoyed us was we thought we were better fly fishers than he was. (laughs) And it was apparently not true, and But he was fishing streamers. I remember yeah. him fishing those muddler minnows. Yep. Mm-hmm. And and now it makes complete sense to me. Back in the day, I was probably more of a purist dry fly oh, fisher, yeah. mm-hmm. and so I would oh, never, yeah. you know, it was for me to put on a muddler minnow was, yep. you know, I may as well have been fishing for bass, yeah. you know, so. That,
0: that's right. So, and, and I have to say this, too. I mean, our default answer that people might get tired of, if you say, well, what pattern should I use? Well, I have two answers. Number one, use a woolly bugger. Number two. Ask the guys and gals at the local fly Absolutely. shop. Absolutely, because yeah, there are a million uh, names and labels. Some of them are kind of hilarious. We won't even go into that, but uh, you got all sorts of things. So just go to a fly shop; they'll get you set up.
1: Right, and every every new streamer, someone has a story behind it. How yep. they caught mm-hmm. so many fish. They added just a different color, and yeah, that's you right. Know, a different yep. bead head, and next a little bit you know, of flashaboo in exactly. it. Uh, exactly. Yeah, so that's for sure. uh, It's all. It's all marketing.
0: <laughs> yep, it really is. Okay, so you're gonna fish a streamer. How do you how do you set it up uh, and cast it? I mean, we're we're kind of talking about a different animal here, aren't we, Dave? I do. I think the first thing is that fishing with streamers requires
1: a different mindset. So yeah. if you are coming from dry flies only, or maybe you've fished nymphs before, um, when you start to go into into streamers your tackle needs to change yeah it really does and i think for the starters your rod size needs to go up um mm-hmm. i have an eight and a half foot five weight and even with that thing when i start casting streamers there's nothing like having the nine foot six to get that yeah. thing out there mm-hmm. and to be more precise with it yep. especially on big rivers now not all of you are fishing you know the big rivers in the yellow like the yellowstone and the madison and some of those bigger uh, rivers even out in colorado but um, you'd need that larger size rod to get that fly out there. Yeah, yeah, you really do. A second thing I think is is if you're fishing dry flies, you're fishing with um, a smaller tippets. Well, you need to go to about a three or four x-tippet when you start to cast flies. And on the bigger flies, you may need to go to 2 or 3x.
0: Yeah, you're right.
1: And so with dries, you're typically mm-hmm. fishing 5 or 6x, yeah. correct?
0: So you're going down in number, but you're going up in size. Exactly. Sorry, right. I had that wrong.
1: So right, you're going down yeah. in number, but you're going up in size. Right. So it's really important that you do that, because you'll be frustrated if you're using yep. the exact same tackle that you're using with your, um, you know, your finesse mm-hmm. dry fly rod and tackle you're going to have a hard time slinging that thing.
0: Yeah, you really are. And the thing too is you, you've got to weight these babies. I mean, they, you, you're going to have to use uh, some split shot or any more the way that a lot of these are tied. And when I, I tie these, I, I do like to tie woolly buggers because they're very big and very forgiving. But I'll use a, a, you know some sort of a bead head or even a big cone head there's uh, there's something called barbell eyes and if you you know what a barbell is I mean that's, that's what it looks like it's a barbell in the front of your hook and and you can paint eyes on them but uh, you, you get some weight there I've even uh, wrapped uh, different types of uh, weight it used to be lead now we we don't use that anymore just because of uh, you know the danger to the environment but you can wrap uh, you know weight onto the, the shank of, of that hook when you're tying the fly so Point is, you're going to be casting a, a, a missile. You know, you got a heavy yeah, projectile. It's almost like having a golf ball at the end of your line, and that casts very different than a than a dry fly or even a, a small nymph.
1: Well, I think the big thing is that your your uh, cast itself, the stroke is 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 slower.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: um, And you have to really get the feel for it depending on the size of the fly, the the size of rod you You're kind of lobbing it, aren't you? You're really lobbing it. Yeah. It's just different. Yep. The other thing we need to remind uh, folks is about uh, your line itself. So if you're not doing a ton of streamer fishing and you're just doing streamers in smaller uh, streams and even some of the bigger rivers, you can probably get by with what a weight forward. But if oh, you're yeah. doing a ton mm-hmm. of uh, streamer fishing in like lakes, and you'll really want sink tip. You want another oh, yeah. reel with uh, with a sink tip line on there.
0: Yep, absolutely. And I I have one that I, I always keep with me in case I get an opportunity. And uh, when I lived in Montana near Bozeman, we used to fish up in Highlight Reservoir, and uh, used to f- used to float tube that, and it did pretty well. We'd catch some of those cutthroats and. And, uh, I think there were some cut bows in that, but we, uh, yeah, we just stripped streamers and, uh, it worked pretty well, but we had sink tip lines to, uh, uh get that down at the bottom. So let me ask you this, uh, you've got everything set up. It's, it's going to be different, but how do you, how do you fish these things?
1: One of the first things that, uh websites and videos talk about is the active retrieve and so this is different in kind from the dead drift and you can dead drift streamers we'll talk about that in a second Mm -hmm. but and just to back up I mean dead drift is what you're just you're letting that you're trying to mend your line to make sure that it flows as naturally as the river so when you're dry fly fishing Obviously, if that fly is looking like it's skating on top of the water or, you know, skiing on top of the water Typically, you'll have a hard time catching fish. Right. Now there are times like to skate uh, We've talked about that a grasshopper on the top of a surface You can kind of wiggle it or twitch it mm-hmm. to try to give it some movement, especially in uh, streams that don't have as much movement in terms of the of the the current but with with um With the active retreat, you're doing something different in kind than you are the dead drift.
0: Right, yeah, that dead drift is just floating down the the river, and that's what we often do with, uh, well, we always do with dry flies. You do the same thing with with nymphs, but with streamers, yeah, you're actually making these things move in the water. You're you're stripping them towards you. It's almost like uh, uh, back in the day when... You know, when we were uh, really young and used to use spinners, you know, maps and <laughs> rooster tails. I mean, it's like reeling in a spinner in a sense. Now, you, you don't reel it. You don't... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't want to give that self. You right, don't reel yeah, it, you're right? You're not reeling. What you're doing is you're stripping. So if you're right-handed, which a lot of us are, you, you're casting with your left hand. I'm sorry. You're casting with your right hand, but then with your index finger, you're going to be... Uh, you know, kind of holding that line, or it's going to be running through your index finger. Then with your left hand, you're actually stripping the line. You're kind of pulling it in these these tugs. So maybe you're stripping. I guess I've never thought about it. What you're stripping? Maybe six inches. Uh, you know, may, maybe a foot of line at a time. But I think it depends. I think there are so many different ways
1: to strip, and I think you yeah. should try a bunch. <laughs> Just <laughs> that didn't sound right, did it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I can promise uh, yes. that nobody at right. our age
1: nobody wants to see us. <laughs> no, in that, that's right. That, There's that, so that.
0: many ways to strip <laughs> flies. Sorry about that, Dave.
1: Yeah, that would be ugly. So yeah. there is. You could for example, recently, uh, I tried mousing. I mentioned this on a recent podcast and mousing is just, you know. It's it's like a streamer. It's a like a really big streamer. It's not really a streamer. It's a mouse and you're trying yeah. to mm-hmm. slap that thing on the water. But one of the recommendations mm-hmm. if you're mousing is to strip it back in one inch strips. So it's like it's darting across the water. And so you could do that with a streamer. You can do it in six inch strips. You could do yeah. it in longer mm-hmm. flows. I mean there's just so many mm-hmm. ways to fish it. Yeah. And I think what you need to do is keep trying until you find some that work. My guess it will work stream it's hard to predict what will work with that's right
0: the other thing too if you're if you're stripping the streamer you may well be fishing and casting downstream I mean ordinarily you're you're throwing upstream and, and letting it drift down but sometimes with streamers you're actually going against the flow there's many ways to fish this in terms of casting it typically we
1: uh, cast upstream if we're doing right. dry flies, or even nymph fishing, and let it dead drift down. So you can actually cast perpendicular to the to the river and let it mm-hmm. swing down. You can just let it swing. You can strip it. Um, you can cast it downstream and strip it back. You yeah. can cast it upstream and strip it back. All these imitate yeah. different um, different ways that these leeches
0: and sculpins mm-hmm. move in the water. I do think casting downstream can be really effective, and and I've done that before. Years ago, I was uh, fishing with uh, a friend, Dwayne Dunham, on the Madison River in Montana. My brother was along on that trip, and and, uh, we were in Yellowstone National Park. It was in the fall, and some of those big browns come in. We were just, uh, (laughs) three of us, just really walking down the Madison River in a sense. We were just wading down and throwing down and stripping it back up. And I remember my brother caught a huge brown, and it was a... Was a good technique. I have a friend. Uh, his name is Jerry, and uh, he he's really taught me how to fish nymph or how to fish streamers on the Gallatin River. See, nymph is my default. I'm, <laughs> I'm not used to saying streamers as much. But no, he was great. He taught me how to fish streamers, and we'd get to some of these big pools, and and you just throw your. Uh, uh streamer in woolly bugger usually and just let it uh, drift down a little bit let it sink into the the big hole and then you start stripping it back to you and uh really worked hey that that reminds me what was that creek we fished in uh the minnesota driftless recently there There was
1: canfield
0: yeah it was canfield yeah I, i remember we had some good dry fly action but towards the end of the day there were a few holes that that uh and I, I just remember thinking, there's no way I can get a dry fly in this. There were these big pools that were behind log jams or yeah, something. I remember that. So I took uh, a wooly bugger and, and put that on, and I you know I got a couple really nice browns just uh, dropping on those holes, and then you know as soon as I would pull it up, bam, they would hit. The tough thing about
1: smaller streams is that you do need you do need a little bit bigger runs and some pools to be able to fish these. So Mm -hmm. you need to be able to have uh, some space to strip, right? So Mm -hmm. um, I find that on smaller streams, sometimes it's really hard. So the other way to fish these is to do the dead drift so you can it's easier to fish the dead drift Mm -hmm. with these streamers in the smaller streams i found so as i mentioned earlier just recently Mm -hmm. i was in the drift list and we fished the blue river just west of madison maybe an hour madison wisconsin and i caught a couple on dries but they just weren't hitting it was Mm there some caddis but it was just really sporadic so i put on a woolly bugger and then Mm -hmm. i dropped a san juan worm And when you, you can drop a fly on there, like a trailer fly, I think they say somewhere between 18 and 24 inches, but really, it really depends on the stream, right? And the depth of the pools. And so I, I dropped probably about eight inches and I probably caught half of the fish I caught on the woolly bugger Mm -hmm. and the other half on the San Juan worm. So I really like dead drifting streamers. So I use a strike indicator and I Mm -hmm. just dead drift it just like a, just like a nymph.
0: Yeah, that's great advice. I know a lot of guides in the West who will, uh, you know, and they're working with new fly fishers. They'll, they'll put a streamer on but Yeah, they'll use this, the strike indicator. Now, something to clarify, if you are fishing nymphs with a, you know, just dead drifting those, uh, when it gets to the end of the drift, you're usually done. You know, once in a while you can let it swing out in the current, some kind of nymphs. Uh, you know, might imitate an insect that's that's coming to the surface, but usually when it gets to the end of the run, you're done. But with a, a streamer, when you get to the end of the run, no, you you want to strip that thing back to you because that's when you'll often uh, you know catch some trout. I just remember some of those wonderful
1: days on on the Yellowstone in the park in Yellowstone yeah. Park, mm-hmm. and. Just the when you just said that about stripping it back at the end of the at the end of the swing, just remember seeing these cuts come out of the depths right before you have it to shore Mm -hmm. and or to the bank and hitting that thing. Oh, I know. It's just an amazing, amazing experience.
0: They, they really are vicious, aren't they? When it's fish such a, hit a hard hit. Yeah, when fish hit a streamer, I mean, they're, they're not sipping like, uh, you know, you might get some browns or rainbows that are sipping insects on the surface. No, uh, they're in attack mode, so yeah, you got to watch out. Yeah, very much so. You know, something else that <laughs> might be worth mentioning uh, when, you're, when you're stripping your line, stripping in these big streamers, uh, well, you can get a, a callus uh, easily on in your index finger. I mean, if you take your index finger, that first bend, I don't even know what you call it, Dave. You know I have what no I mean. idea. Yeah, but that first bend in your finger, that's where the line is going to sit. And after you strip it a while, uh, it, you're going to get calluses. Uh, my friend Jerry, I laugh at this, but it was really effective. He used to take duct tape and uh, wrap it around his finger, and he would just strip it through duct <laughs> I've tape. I've never so. heard of that. No, but that's a. Uh, there's another great fly fishing hack <laughs> that that might be worth the podcast, especially uh, some veteran listening to this who. Uh, like you you know 15 times more than Dave and I do about streamer fishing but hey there's your tip of the day <laughs> you know tape a little duct tape uh, just to wrap a wrap of duct tape i mean it does it works for everything so even fly you fishing you know what that
1: implies that implies that you're doing a lot of stripping yes. a lot i mean yep. that that's intense i don't oh, know that i've done that much where no. i've actually needed that
0: well that was my friend Jerry i mean he was he was so good at streamer fishing that that's that's pretty much all he did, you know, after a while. And it's like you said at the outset, uh, I think the reason he did that is he knew he would catch bigger fish.
1: Well, that's it. Yep. And if you want to catch big fish,
0: you, you need to fish streamers. Yeah, um, you really do.
1: That's, that's where the big fish are caught. Yep. That's how the big fish are caught.
0: That's so true. Well, that'll do it for today. What insights do you have into fishing streamers? We'd love to have you share your thoughts with us by going to twoguysandariver.com and commenting on this podcast link. Chances are you're you're already on the website, Uh, so just go there and comment on this podcast link. What tips or advice would you offer to folks who are learning to use streamers? You can find Two Guys in a River on
1: Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'd love for you to visit our podcast on iTunes and rate it. Give us a review, hopefully a glowing review. That's right. Also, you can download a podcast app on your phone and receive our weekly podcast. One of the downsides uh, on the app is that you only get the last 25 episodes. So if you want all of the episodes, you have to go to our website. Just click on every episode and you can get every episode that we've ever done. I think we're at way over 60 now. Through the app is how I listen to most of the podcasts that I listen to.
0: Well, thanks again for listening. I'm Steve Mathewson. And I'm Dave Getz. Until next time, we are Two Guys in a River. For the love of fly fishing.